breast cancer is a big worry for women all around the world. And it's a serious problem of Latin America too, where it's the most commonly found cancer and the second leading cause of cancer-related deaths in women. But there's a little bit of good news in all of this, because if we catch breast cancer early, it can be treated well, and about 9 out of 10 women can survive it. This is where Palpa comes in. They want to help women find any problems in their breasts before they become really dangerous. And they want to give women the tools and knowledge to do this. But I'll talk more about this in this episode today with Josefa Cortes, the woman who stands behind all of this technology and the whole startup idea of Palpa. She's 25 years old. She studied design and started this whole business to detect breast cancer early to make sure that we can save lives and to educate not only women but people outside how to detect a tumor or cancer from early on. Palpa's story starts when Jovita, a very close person to me, felt something on her breast, but she kept telling herself it was a fat lump and ignored it. Years later, she found out that the same lump had evolved into a fourth-stage breast cancer, so it was a hard diagnosis. Uh, I was studying design in Chile, and I decided to make my whole title degree, like my thesis, to go out of university, my project, breast cancer, and specifically on how women can train their hands on the touch so they can recognize tumors or abnormalities in their own breasts during breast self-exam. The whole inspiration was because of Jovita, very, that, that very close case. Then I tried to focus on, on younger women, women like us. That's really interesting. I also read that, especially at the Latin American level, Breast cancer is the most diagnosed and the second cause of death by cancer in women. So I think especially you coming from Chile is also really great because there's such a great demand, right? In Chile and also in, in a lot of different countries, breast cancer is yeah. the main cause of, of disease. So it is like a huge problem worldwide, I think. I'm really sorry to hear that you have such a personal story related to this that motivated you to start this whole project but I think even better for us and especially for young women like me who can use your device at home and hopefully detect breast cancer. The whole purpose of the of the device is to train breast self-exam in a more in their routines like in women's routine uh, during the shower routine specifically and in a more closer way like you know remembering them to make breast self-exam training them so they can distinguish how does a tumor feels like. So we can educate women since a younger age and not only when they are 40 years old and a range of age that is more risky. Just for me and my listeners, how does your device work? How does it look like? Can you walk us through the process of how do I actually use this at home? Well, it is a sponge, really, like a sponge for the shower, but... It is a breast-shaped device. So this breast simulation inside of it contains a simulation of a tumor. So you fill this breast with liquid soap as a soap container. While you touch it and learn how to fill this tumor, the soap you fill with, uh, it is released through this sponge, like 
under the, the container, there's a soft massager. So you can apply this soap in your own body as a sponge and then leave it by the side and try to find something similar in your own breast. But first of all, you fill uh, with liquid soap the device, you touch the tumor inside and at the same time you touch it, the soap is released. You put the soap in your body and then do breast self, perform breast self-exam in, in your own body. So when when we make the whole research, we ask women why they didn't do breast self-exam. And mainly they answer that they didn't know what to feel. Like, okay, I can perform breast self-exam, but a whole different thing is that I can recognize what is normal and what is not. So um, after that, we ask them, okay, but if you perform breast self-exam, where would you like to do it? All of them answered, or in the bed or in the shower, because they had an easier access to their bodies. During the shower, women already interact with their bodies. They already uh, touch their bodies or, I don't know, put some cream soap on it. So that is why we chose that routine to include this like and habit. That's great. So you teach women how to detect breast cancer at home by having this device and by knowing what, like how a tumor, a cancer could feel like? Yeah, it's a whole training device. Like it is an educational device. It is not a medical device. Like with Palpa, a Palpa won't detect a cancer, but will train you so you are able to detect any changes in your body. Like you will... Uh, make breast self-exam part of your routine and that is how our impact it is uh, to include this as an habit in a closer way our success metric is that a woman that didn't perform breast self-exam now she does it because of palpa so you have your great device you have your great idea how have you started this business case then because you were working on this for your studies and when have you decided, okay, I actually want to make a business out of it? And how have you become so successful? That that was a point of inflection, I think, uh, when I started the company. Because, okay, I presented my thesis and I got out of university. And a few days later, I enrolled in a competition of the university that you present the product, the product with a business model. Like So when I won that. And and I had to make a deci- decision to go to to the states. Uh, I decided to to make this make this a professional thing because I needed to to make one prototype that did work. So I had to focus my whole time on that. So when I go to the United States, I could present something like very attractive. Nice. So you won your competition at university, then moved to Miami to make sure that you can start your business with a better device? No, I uh, only went to a like event. But since then, I decided to to start Palpa like a company and launch it in Chile first. And now we are launching it in Spain. Crazy. May I ask you, how did you secure investments and founding for Palpa? Sure. Well, uh, another big decision was, okay, I, I put my the little resources I had at that time on making a mold so I can make more than one device, like a production and a little industrial production. 
yeah. and launched that version of the product during October of 2021. And, and I sold it. I, I'm speaking like individually because at the time I was, it was only me. So I launched the product and I sold 200 uh, devices. And with that traction and that feedback, I inscribed in a public fund. When I won it, then I start making the team. And that so you is when for public fund to get public yeah, investment. Applied. Yeah. After that, when I have a, a few people in my team and also a, a board of directors, we decided to make a, a family and friend round of investing. And after that, we we make a whole new production, like a, a real industrial production. Still remain in Chile, but but with a better quality and a and a bigger capability of production. May I ask you, how much money did you get in during your first round for your company, Palpa? Uh, well, the, the public funds were around like $20,000, the first one. And then family and friends round were was around of $280,000. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That Impressive. was a, a great one. Uh, to start really so then you secured your first investment and then you started well with that production we launched this new version of the product on october of of 2021 the 200 devices were 2020 this was one year after and since then we've sold over 75,000 devices uh, only in chile more than 10 women had detected tumors because of uh, the device. And well, that, that keep us very focused on continue doing this and motivating. That's pretty impressive. Thank you very much for sharing this. So you said 10 women already detected breast cancer early because of your device? Yeah. And those women wrote us like... They wrote us to tell us uh, their testimony, but we think that the impact we are having is much, Way much better. bigger than that. As I told you, Alex, our main goal is to make this unhabit, like to put this into women's routine, not only detecting breast cancer. So I think the impact Palpa is having is far beyond the product. It is a change of culture. Thank you very much. I'm really curious. So, you have your product, you have your investments. What now? How can you make sure that you get your message out, that people know that your product is available and how to use it? Because your product is like a whole new thing and I, I've never heard of something similar before. And I can only imagine how difficult it is to convince other people to use something so new, right? It is one of the mo most difficult things, I think, because it is a whole new product. It has an invention patent. Like there's nothing like this in the market. So we have to educate women with this, but also it is a very sensible topic. So it is like we have to be very careful on how we uh, take this product to the market. Like it is a difficult topic, but also women breast is very sexualized. So it's more difficult to make public announcements about this or uh, because, I don't know, Instagram can get you down the publication because of uh, showing a breast, you know. So yeah, it's difficult to educate women on this. What kind of marketing strategies have you used to make sure that people know that your product is out there? 
In Chile, what we did was, well, in first place, we make partnerships with big companies. So they buy the product as a corporate gift, especially during Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So on that way, we can reach a large amount of women in a short time. But also we make some marketing campaigns with other brands, for example, soap brands, or so we can get to their communities also. And now we are, we are starting to, to work on our database, like creating educational publications or different content that is attractive for women, not only of breast cancer, but also of other topics that are around women's health, for example, fertility or menopause or, or different topics. That's pretty smart. First of all, the fact that you're using collaborations with other companies, bigger companies, to reach out to their communities to make sure that everyone knows that your product is out there. And another thing I really love about your whole project is what you just said is that Women are not only concerned about breast cancer, even though this is a very important, huge topic, but you can also use your reach in order to educate about other problems. If you connect women on these topics, like they really can help each other. A women that already passed through a, a breast cancer can help maybe one that is getting just into it. That's true. That's very beautiful. Thank you for doing this. May I ask, what were one of the main challenges you had to face when you started Palpa? I think that one of the main challenges is to guide a team. Like, for example, this was my first job. I got out of university and created the company and also contact people so they can join me on the team. But now guiding that, that team, I think, is one of the one of the main challenges, I think, is guiding the team, but also being able to domain so many topics that a CEO must look out for. For example, legal topics, but also financial design. I'm a designer, so that details are very important for me. Like the whole project, you must be able to combine your time for all these different challenges. I think it is, is the most difficult thing. Yeah. You need a very broad skill set to make sure that you meet all the needs and to manage everything, yeah. right? You've started alone. How did your team grow? So you started to hire people or how did it go? Yeah, now we are eight people in the team. Wow. Um, and that was a, a big process. I, I grew a lot during that process because choosing the right people to be part of your team, it, it's it's a very difficult decision, but I think that is also the best decision you can make because you must uh, delegate things to do because if not, it's impossible to grow. Uh, but it has a whole of learnings during that road. Of course, there are some mistakes uh, during that traction, but also some uh, really good gains. What helped you to find the right people? One of the, the most important things was the feeling. The first thing and the first filter was their experience so they can combine and, and complement me in things that I wasn't an expert. So 
that was the first thing but the second thing it was to have feeling with that person like because we we are such a little team that it's very important that you are you feel comfortable working with them you will work like all day with them so and the third one of course it was like why they wanted to to join the team like uh, why joining palpa having that very clear in their minds was like one of the the biggest points also like they can be part of this culture of change i think that was one of the points i really valorate yeah i think what you just said was really important making sure that the personal dynamics are matching and that they're working well plus that everyone has a skill set that is really needed for what you're looking yeah. for, right? May I ask yeah. you, so you said you wanted to have a team so that you know that every skill is covered and everything that, that you need in order to expand your company is available. What kind of skills do you bring to the team and what were you looking for at first? First of all, I needed like someone that that complement me in the financial area and commercial area. Those were the main points I needed at that time because I was a designer. So I had like the whole image of the project already done, the product, but I needed someone with this, the commercial strategy on looking out how to make, how to put this into a market, but also which margins we should have, or I don't know, looking out for some new opportunities to put this into a market. And also someone in the financial area, because we needed to raise capital. And that was like a thing that I didn't know anything about it. Now I'm, I'm almost an expert, I think, <laughs> but, but at that time I, I didn't know anything about it. So that person was very important at that time also. And after that, when we covered those needs, I hired a designer because I needed to focus on the whole vision of the project and not making only presentations or, I don't know, designing a post for Instagrams or community manager. Like I needed to yeah. focus on more like the, the project as a global view. That's really interesting. Thank you. May I ask you, what have you learned about how to market and communicate your product? Like, what would you say is the most efficient way for your company to convey your message? I is think, it Instagram uh, or? Yeah, uh, Instagram, but also LinkedIn because, in, because we work a lot with companies. So when they know the product and this as a corporate gift, like they're very interested in it. That's how our LinkedIn is, is very important for us, but also mine as a founder, like uh, putting out every award of Palpa or different things we are doing out there, like that's a great platform for showing it. You mentioned your award again. May I ask you, what are you most proud of until now? I think the team, I think that, making and guiding a good team is something you must like very proud of because it's uh you are you are guiding people like you are not only having teamwork or that team partners or i don't know how to say work partners you are people with different lives with different stories behind them so that that is a very difficult uh, work to do 
but also I'm very proud of the impact we are having, like reaching out more than 70,000 women in Chile, now wow. opening in Spain. Like I think if you look five years, in five years more, I would like to take Palpa maybe to the India or places where mortality of breast cancer is very high. But to reaching that point, like you have to set objectives that are a little bit more close to you. So if I look back, I think that we've, we have a, a lot of advance to that point. But if we look also forward, I think that we have a lot to do also. May I ask you what makes you a good leader? Um, well, I, I think I'm a good one, but <laughs> I don't know really. You must talk with the team. But I think that uh, being close to them is something that that it's very important, like listen to them, what are their needs or uh, their worries. I think that, that you must do and not leaving them behind. Being able to separate things like, okay, I can be your friend. I can listen to you, but also you must have this like very clear vision of the project in order to reach the objectives like things. So I think it's very important that people can be like themselves during work. I think that the way you would then lead a team definitely brings out the best and the highest potential of each individual, right? When you give them the freedom and the room to be themselves and to come up with their own ideas and what they have to bring to the table, right? That's perfect. And do you work then at hybrid or in, in person or do you have a dress code? How would you describe your work dynamic? How How is your team working together on this huge project? It is hybrid. Now I'm living in, in New York. So now it's hybrid, a hybrid system, but they still go to the office in Chile like two times a week. We have no dress code, but what we are very responsible for is that Palpa it is an is a non-political project and also a non-religious project like we must be focused on women's health we are not talking yeah. about politic topics of women or or neither uh, religious topics because we need to encourage this like the largest largest amount of women we can so we can't yeah. leave any anyone by the side to make sure that you reach out to a broad variety of customers and not to like come up with like a niche product or? Yeah, for example. That's really cool. May I ask you, what are your long-term goals for Palpa? What is, well, what is I... in the pipeline for the next two to three years? Our like biggest goal is to make a big campaign in a less developed country where breast cancer is like being detected very, very late. And in order to reach that, we are now trying to take pulp outside of Chile, first of all. And now we are launching in Spain during this year. And next year, we want to launch this in United States. Here, maybe reach a partner or someone that a global distributor that can help us to take the device like worldwide. That's a huge goal. I, I wish you the best of luck to make this happen. How Thank do you, you think you can make sure that when you bring this to a less developed country, 
that people can actually afford your product. May I ask you how expensive is your product? Yeah, today, well, the new version of the product that we will launch in Spain, it is around 25 euros. In less developed countries, what we want to do is to partner with big brand or a global distributor, for example, I will put anything on, on I will say it loudly, but maybe a Procter Gamble or Unilever, like make a big partnership and take the product free or that to give them out in those countries. So you want to cooperate with the uh, with the bigger company that can just distribute your product for free? No, of, of course not for free, but making that social campaign, yeah, I think it uh, would be like for free, like reaching out maybe a public institution also, a mm -hmm. partnership with different brands and we can make like a big campaign for social impact. But of course, before of that, Our main goal is to partner with someone like this and sell it through the whole world. Afterwards, you plan to maybe expand your production to the US, I heard. How do you plan to do that? Our new version of the product that we are making, we are producing outside of Chile, so that we are reducing a lot of cost. We are launching it now in Spain with a more B2C strategy, like reaching out direct to consumer Uh, with influencers and validating a uh, desire to buy the product as a woman, uh, leaving by the side a little bit the companies, because in Chile we focus a lot of, of in companies, so, so we already validate that business model. But we want to now test this direct-to-consumer, so then reaching to the United States, we can partnership with a I don't know, with a distributor, maybe like Target or something like that. And we can uh, put the product physically in places where women can buy it. By the side, we want to make a big marketing campaign with maybe a, a known woman or uh, maybe someone that already had breast cancer and it's a famous people person. I don't know. That's a cool idea, really. May I ask you, you as an experienced female CEO and someone who started a startup and is leading a team, what would you advise other people who would love to start their own startup and would love to sell their own product in the healthcare business? It's difficult to start, like to taking the making the decision of in focus only on your project, but when you set different goals that you may achieve, I think that that's very, it maintains you optimistic and motivated to continue. There will be times where you want to quit or just, I don't know, hire yourself in, in some company, but yeah. you, you must learn to live with that like insecurity, like with that uh, instability. It's part of the process. Like you will never know. For example, I don't know how Spain will react to the launching of the product, but uh, we must test it. Like we must take the risk. And if not, well, you will learn some things and you will take in, take it on to, to make different decisions in the future. But I think it's part of the process. Uh, you can be scared about that, but also you must take the risk because if not, well, Palpa wouldn't be uh, where it is now. 
was it sometimes a bit more challenging for you, you would say, because you are a woman out there in the business world trying to sell your product? I think that for this topic specifically, it, it is better because empathize uh, more with the problem. But also, I think that now we are in a period of time where a lot of people val value women founded projects and are looking out for these opportunities so we can say there there are difficulties maybe for my age like not being ex experienced in some topics but you learn during the the road and it's part of it last question what would you do different now if you could start again At that time, like we didn't have different options to start. Like we had to produce in Chile. We had to make uh, some mistakes there. So we can uh, now make a bigger production outside of Chile. I think that we, we make the right decisions at that time. Maybe we invest in things that maybe weren't really necessary at that time. Like, yeah, can we, you give we put me some... an example? For example... Well, we, we already patented the product in different countries. That was very necessary. But for example, making a whole structure of the company with different entities around the world, maybe now is very useful, but maybe at that time, like we put a lot of money on that when wasn't really necessary at that time, but now it's necessary. So I don't think I, I would do things differently. This what you're here. I wish you the best of luck for your next years to make sure that you can expand your project and that you can reach out to even more women to really save lives. I mean, thank you for doing your important work. Thank you. And thank you so much for the invitation. I'm sorry for my English. I'm, I am getting better every day, but, but well. Your English is pretty good. Don't worry about it at all. I'm very happy that I had this great opportunity to talk to you about your project i'm very inspired by what you do and also how you do it and the fact that you said that you learned so much about how to lead a team how to bring your product out to different countries i think that's a great learning experience and i'm just very happy that you gave me the opportunity to listen to your experiences mm -hmm.